0: Well, now I'm rising ground get it. I am your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day, Day Back with another episode of the hottest thing, smoking rapper weed TV, the podcast going up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio. Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Anchor, SoundCloud, and more. Go ahead, flame them if you got them. Biggest of the back will burn and punch the subscribe button when it's loud. and little, little loud circle for me because of COVID, we're not passing. I need 12 feet, six for the COVID. Six for your pen and blunt. You tap the notification. We got a circle. Hey, man. Oh, Lord. It's just the hits just keep on coming. And in a surprising move, after I, I just created content giving this man praise, I think this nigga did this shit for the the shockness, the shock value of it. But I really think he he thinks he has some shit in. In the works or whatever, but I don't know, man. But we're talking about Joe Budden and the Joe Budden podcast and a move that some shit that just I don't know in true 2021 fashion just fucks up everything. Now, if you haven't been following the Joe Budden podcast, if you haven't heard of Joe Budden podcast, they have changed sponsors, formats, I mean, seat positions, venues, a few times, you know, he's been doing this shit, the podcasting, for the last few years. I want to say almost six, or more. And, what was, I guess, the niche of it was, he was one of the first, rap artists, to dive into this shit, the podcasting. One of them, I think he's the reason why it's kinda taken off like it has. Or he's one of the contributing reasons and factors why it's taken off ha- like it has. You no know, he had deals with Spotify, deals with uh Cash App, deals with the new one Patreon. And you know, over the years, watching his podcast, you can see his... You, you can see his arrogance, for one. His ego, for two. Basically, he gives comes across as the asshole of the show. Even though he's the boss. I mean, after all, his name is on the network, the podcast, everything. You know, he has the... The girl... The girl podcast with uh Brittany Bridgie Kelly and the other one with uh what's her name? Kitty. Chinese Kitty. Uh yeah. So he kinda had his network forming where he has two to three different podcasts going. Along with the Joe Budden podcast, and recently it was some chatter about him starting at Ice and Ish. Those are the two guys who replaced Rory and Mal when they took their sudden vacations, or when they did the no calls, no shows to work. I mean, in his opinion, that's what it was. I'm not. I'm just stating, but considered it no call, no shows, and You know, months leading up to it, there was some tension, and I sensed the fucking tension a minute ago. Like, Rory, the way Rory was talking to him and shit, like, it's almost like Rory was saying, hey man, if you got something on your chest, let's get it all. Like, shit, let's do this. It seemed almost seemed like he was kind of picking at Rory or just fucking with them, trying to get a rise out of them or get a, some kind of reaction out of them, and, ultimately, the reaction was, Rory, fuck, took off work, and, you know, all of these, these three guys, Joe, Roy, and they are supposed to be the best friends, or good friends, or close friends, or friends for a long time, so you would think, the shit wouldn't have went south like it did, or left. Like, this shit took a hard left. Like, the podcast was doing good. He just got the the deal with Patreon out. The, I, I'm thinking somewhere in between there. I'm going to say this. The guys probably had a discussion about, you know, who they was going to link up with, like, the Patreons or the Cash Apps or the Spotify's and all that. Now, keep in mind, when they left Spotify, I heard there was millions on the table. Millions. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't think Joe Budden was paying them millions. Millions. To be co-stars on podcasts, I don't think that. But what it sounds like to me, in the beginning when shit was going good, all three of them, the Spotify deal came. Or oh, I think they went. They were. They started out on Spotify. Spotify offered them money, millions to re-up and keep it going. Joe saw that his value, just like in a rap game, when you see your value going up or your stock rising, that's when you up the price and that's when you do all this and, you know, you try to assert some business moves into the equation. But, you know, some shit might work, some shit might not work. Now, me personally, I think the fact that they had the opportunity to gain millions with Spotify, with that re-up, that probably would have made Rory and Mile somewhat in Joe category or tax bracket, so to speak, like, right now, I don't think they in his tax bracket, even though he is an ex-rapper, you know, he had that pump it up hit, you know, some people call him a one-hit wonder, you know, but. Well, since the resurrection of his career, basically doing the podcasting thing, you know, you got to think about it like this. He's pissed. And, you know, I think about it like this, because I'm a fellow artist, rapper, and I can understand the frustration. You doing something that you love to do, creating music, nobody gravitate towards you like that. Your star power doesn't... It, it shines, but it doesn't take off like it needs to. Or goes to that next level. So you just a mid-level star. Uh, A-level star or some shit. Or B-level, C-level star. Instead of being a megastar. Superstar. <clears throat> well, flash forward to now where he's a podcasting genius. What seems like... ...about the deals that he was able to accumulate... ...just by talking on a microphone... ...giving your opinion or just talking. So, just realizing... ...he was able to create... ...a network off of just talking... ...as opposed to creating fame... ...off of his artistry. You gotta think, the nigga was a little bit perturbed and mad... ...so okay... ...if I can't do this shit like this with the music... But I can do it and get some kind of power with the pod. And he's going to put his ass on his shoulders and he's going to go all in with the pod. And that's what it seemed like it did. And I keep it mad. I say he was an artist, rapper. Not one of the, not considered to a lot of people, one of the best rappers. But, you know, that Pump It Up shit, it was like, right. It got him fame. But, he is going to flex on your ass because he got power with the podding more than he did with the rapper. Or, with being on Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop, you know, kept his name out there to get the podding started, in just my opinion. So, that's how he was able to take off. He capitalized off of Love and Hip Hop. Creating him a network and basically, you know, orchestrating and running shit like that. Well, now we're up to this point where you're turning your back on your friends or you and your your best buds. You don't seem the best of buddies now and basically he just fucking just went off says, Joe Budden fires long-time podcast. Oh, shit. It says he fired both of them. <clears throat> oh, shit. And they... And, oh, shit, and forces them to sue him. Oh, shit. Now, this is what I'm reading on. This is something Bible. I can't get it to pop up. Bro. Scroll down with that. Yeah. So Joe Budden is going to fire Rory and Miles Uh I said this shit, though. I said this shit looking at that podcast where they came back. You could see where the energy was not there like it once was. And a lot of people were saying that they wasn't going to be back. That this shit wasn't going to be back. Then, a couple of days later, it's announced that. It's announced that he's going to start a you know, a podcast with the guys that filled in. Now, me, got to look at it. Yeah, it, this is kind of like marketing. He's going to try to use the Roy and Miles situation, to, in my opinion, since they tried to make him look bad or paid him out a certain way. He's going to make, he's going to try to strike back for one. He's going to fire him. Alright, he's going to hit below the belt now. He's going to fire him. Then he's going to start a podcast with the replacements. Now, Rory and Miles are not on this platform anymore. And replaced And because of your insubordination, so to speak. Or the way they went about doing things. Now they're fired, they're out. And replaced like, what other way can you get back at somebody and to say you're going to replace them with somebody, the people that feel in for them, then turn around and fire them. But these supposed to be your boys. Like, that Shaking the Tree episode, that's what it did it. And the, uh, they said they sat there in that three-hour episode. And there was a lot of grown man feelings and a little uncomfortable and, like, but uh, yeah. They followed it up with the floor is yours, and then it seemed like he was trying to give. Like I said, it seemed like he was trying to give the flow to Rory, try to put him in the spotlight or whatever. Uh, yeah. But check it out. Here's some of the. List. Hey, y'all go get the advertiser and the integration. Hey, we talk about these things all the time. You bring it, you eat different. I bring it, I eat different. You approach and got the nerve to have y'all presentation that ain't been around in six years. Hit me in phone about something. I won't say what I want to say, but y'all will not continue to treat me this way. Y'all take that dark energy. That arrogance and that entitlement somewhere else. Since Rory feels like he has so many options. Somehow he still feels like he's running the show. He still feels like he has choices and options. He feels like he's entitled to more. Like, man, come on, see. Now, to... The average person just looking in on that shit. That sounds like... When you go to your boss man. And say, hey. I've been doing this. been doing that. Think I can get a few extra dollars. Think I can get some extra hours or... You know, anything. When you're trying to get extra. Or you think you want your value. Or you need your value. Because... Now be honest with yourself. Like I say, Joe Budden has this network. And he also has different shows where he is singly interviewing people. Or he has his segments. Uh different shows that he has lined up. But like to pull up and one of them interview with Joe or sit down with Joe some shit I don't know but he has he's trying to diversify the shit and spread it out and capitalize on the success of his party well that shit there sounds like to a lot of people you got the big head you don't want to give them the just do So now you're going to fire them because they trying to speak out on the shit. That's what it kind of looked like. And Joe, I ain't going to lie. I was a fan of the podcast. You know, not necessarily just because of him. Because he's an ex-rapper. Because he was on Love and Hip Hop. Just because the shit seemed, you know, like some cool shit. Like people could relate to. Just seemed like some barbershop talk type shit that just guys sitting around chilling hanging and discussing and talking about shit and he created a platform with that like he was able to capitalize on it now you gotta give your hats and props and salutes and all that shit to him for that because a lot of people can't do it i mean it's hard like for one i'm doing it and my grind is slow but it's it's, it's coming along, but like I say, it's slow. Not the star power of, you know, being an ex-rapper that was known, known like that. You know, I got a few that know of me and probably remember me and all this. But, you know, it's not like to the effect where, hey, he was on Love Me Hip Hop or he had one hit song and people remember it. No, so, you know, I'm I'm cool with the slow grind as long as it's, grinding, but, for him to sit there, and, basically, put that shit out there like that, like, to say they feel entitled, to say they feel, basically, that's what it sound like, like I told you, the Spotify deal, the Cash App deal, the Patreon deal, shit that, seems like he feels that because he secured that, you heard his words, he's gonna eat different, but if you bring in some advertising, you bring in this, so I guess he secured the cash app, you know, thing where they have the logo on the podcast, and he's, you know, introducing himself and shouting out cash app. He did that with Spotify, I think. Now he did it with Patreon when he first got the announcement. But now the shit is really coming to light. Like he is basically saying they wanted more, but ain't did shit. But the numbers didn't skyrocket and take off like they did. You know, just because it's him. Like, yeah, this pull-up segment probably does well. And the other segment probably does well. Then you have the girl talk. Does well. And, uh, you know, Bridget Kelly podcast and all that. So, you know, he's kind of feeling himself. He feels he got some shit popping. But the Rory and Miles show... That you have... I mean... With them as your co-stars... That shit was really... The numbers were really up there with that one. And to turn around... For one... Because y'all have a disagreement... You know... Put the shit out there... Air them out... Then for two... Turn around replace them... For three... Talk shit... Then fire them... Bro... Like... Friends... That friend shit... Like... Mo3 three, Mo three is seeming like a fucking genius every day that he has this song, Everybody Ain't Your Friend, because every day you see motherfuckers who were closest people, almost damn your brothers or sisters or family or whatever, and they fall out over shit. But to air shit out publicly, all because, like, y'all were all making money, regardless. Whether you bring in the advertisement, you bring in this company, or this sponsor, or they bring in whatever. Like, you gotta realize they still promote the show, they still do everything in, you know, representation of the show. So, I mean,. That shit has to account for something now. It may not count for the biggest slice of the pie that you get, but still, they get a piece of the pie. And, I mean, I think it's fucked up, but like I say, Mo 3 seeming like a genius every day because of that song. Because that shit rings true right now with this situation. For these guys to be thickest <clears> thieves <throat> this long. However long they was and then for you to turn around like this like it's fucked up how people like this is one of the things that fucks with me about people is that somebody you love care went through the trenches with like the ease of just saying fuck you Or the hell with them when you try to come up or you try to get over or they don't agree with you or you don't get your way. The ease of a motherfucker saying fuck you, that is some mind-boggling shit to me. And that's one trait about people I do not fucking, I cannot stand. But one thing. People fucking with me. i tell you. I already go in knowing that shit. I know. At some point. Some way. Somehow. Some day. Some minute. Some second. it's gonna be an instance where you gonna say. Fuck me. the hell with that. And do it the way you wanna do it. But see. If I do it. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit. Like, people kill me with that shit. And what's so sad is... I'm not the type of person to do whatever. To just be conniving or backstabbing or down-talking and all this shit. Backstabbing and shit. I don't do that shit. But for a motherfucker that could do that to you with ease... Oh, bro. <laughs> That's some wild shit. That is some wild shit. And motherfuckers are like that every day. Whether they know it or not. Or, will they admit it or not. But me personally, I don't try to pay myself out to be perfect or nothing. But still, if I've been good to you, bro. I ain't never crossed you, bro. But you can easily say, fuck me and. Turn around and fuck me? Over? Yeah, man. That part. That's the shit I can't get down with. That's the shit I'm already going into with knowing. So, excuse me for already knowing you're going to do some shit like that. But, yeah. For Joe Button to do his boys like that, man. That's some wild shit. So, now. That shit. You got to think about All this shit is all about the timing. Like I said. When somebody get pissed off. And ready to spill the beans or the tea or whatever the fuck. They going to do it. And if the timing is right. Say shit ain't going on. Shit ain't popping. Oh, it's quiet. Bam. That's when they going to hit you with it. Just like I said with the Asian Versus the black people argument on Clubhouse. That shit going to eventually come out too. Just one day when somebody get pissed off. Thinking about it. Or one. Thinking about what what was said on there. What one motherfucker said. Oh, bam. Hey, this was said. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to come out. But now. Now the world is. Waiting on bated breath. Now. For. What's going to happen now with the Rory and Miles situation. Because. A lot of them, a lot of people kind of rode and felt for them. And, you know, they was down with them. Like, to me, Rory and Mal seem like some cool cats. Mal, you know, the black one, to me particularly, seems like a you know, quiet dude. Cool as fuck. Low-key. Not all with the rah-rah shit. I ain't gonna be doing all that extra shit. But, you know... You know I don't know him like that, so who knows what he's like behind the scenes when he's not on the podcast. Rory, eh, he seemed like a cool little white boy to be around, but he seemed like the type that'll, you know, sneak some some uh, slick shit in there every now and then to challenge you, test you. But yeah, that's with everybody, and that's another thing like people challenging and testing you. That's what it basically boils down to. A motherfucker that supposedly was your ace, boom, your brother, your sister, whatever. Like family to you. Been through the trenches, blood, sweat, tears with them, And to the ease of them to say fuck you and turn around and screw you over. Like bro... That's some of the wildest shit. But yeah, y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments, man. While you at it, man, this is Rapper Weed TV on Spotify, going up on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music, Anchor, SoundCloud, YouTube, and more. Hey, I need you to lock me into your playlist. It's a little, loud, circle for me because of COVID. I'm not passing. I need 12 feet, six for the COVID, six for your pen ass blunt. You tap that notification button. We got a circle. Man, y'all stay safe, stay breezy, stay sanitized, stay dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Continue to be vigilant if you haven't got your vaccine. Hey, I, I see motherfuckers I know still popping up now. They got to get tested and all this shit. But hey, I got my vaccine. I'm fully vaccinated. If you ain't got yours, get yours. Let, do your research. Don't let nobody talk you out of shit. Don't let what somebody else doing affect how you do your shit. That's another thing with people. Like, the copycat shit. The copycat, That that that's two things with people that fucks with me and I don't fuck with the most. The copycat shit and knowing that motherfuckers gonna fuck you over or say this or that. Like the conniving The goddamn savagery of it No one motherfucker's gonna do that shit At any given moment Like somebody go get you something from the store I say no cheese They p- come back with cheese So that motherfucker gonna tell you Oh I told him what you said You can give them a specific order Say hey this 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 is that They gonna get there Hey man fuck that nigga up Just get that Whatever they put in bag. Oh yeah, I told them, but yeah, they just gave it to me like that. That was in the bag. I ain't won the check because but see that part. But <laughs> you know, that's life, man. I guess. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Spade is a spade. You know how we do it. But I am your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG All Day Everyday. This is Rapper Week TV. Tune in to Rapper Week TV on IG, TV and YouTube. Stay tuned for more episodes, man. I'm your host, Mike, man. MBMG all day, every day. Y'all stay safe. Be out.